we didn't have a job. We didn't have anywhere to be. And that was maybe for the first time in a really long time, people had no direction. And so coming off a year of chaos and no direction, you know, I always had habits instilled and kind of what I just made up the term, you know, boundaries for myself and non-negotiables. Non-negotiables is kind of my hashtag that I use if you follow me on social media. And that kind of turned into just a non-negotiable way for me to show up for myself. You know, because at the end of the day, we do things because it's what we need. But a lot of times, if you're in the service industry, if you're a provider, if you're a mom, if you're a woman, let's be honest, like you're always giving, you're always doing, you're always proving. And um, I think that's where Joanne and I, you know, we connected on that level of like showing up early in the morning and carving out that time just for ourselves, because we know for all that we give to our people, our clients, our employees, people that we mentor, our family, like we can't pour from an empty cup. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to a special edition of the Get Up Girl, because we're always getting up here with your gal, Joanna Vargas. I am extremely like gushing with excitement, yummy, 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 excited for our second annual Slay Gals. I got three of my gals here that are like truly, I know we throw this word around, but badass, like show up and gals, I want to throw this out there before we start. I was lying in bed. I'm like, I am so incredibly grateful for you gals. Like you all show up. I know I could send you a text. Salome, shout out to Salome for putting this together. Thank you. Thank you so much, Salome. Really love you. And that she can write to you and you girls are like, yeah, tell me when. Like, it's just always a yes. And I freaking love you for that. And like women showing up for women and for our men too. I love that. I am so incredibly grateful because I know you girls are doing it. You're creating your businesses. You're creating your lives. You're creating your families. And then to take time out, I love you so much. Thank you. So let's jump in. If you're like, what the heck is Slay Gals? We started this last year because I had a friend that worked for the Los Angeles Garment District. And she works with seamstresses. And I'm not sure what they call the male seamstros. And she was telling me how like awful their conditions are, like right here in California, Los Angeles. And you're like, you think this happens in other countries and that they're getting paid like $2 an hour and something sparked in me. You know, when you get that ping and I got the ping to put something together and then Slay Gals was born. Salome and I were going back and forth. Let's create a cute little name. Let's make it fun. And how can we teach people? And that's when we were in the height of the pandemic. So I want to preface that this year looks very different. I was thinking, how can we make this more easeful for everybody, for the speakers, for my team? Because I feel like we're going back into that fast pace. At least I am. Anybody out there, you know, party of two. And so I'm like, how can we make this? Because not everybody's at home. Last year, everybody was at home. Like, yeah, let's, Let's sign up for a three-hour workshop. So I'm like, let's go live. Let's turn it into a podcast. And now let's 
raise money all month long with my other gals out there. And this year, uh, we're going to send it to the silent essential worker. And here's the cool thing. You all ready? I'm not sure who who I'm going to give it to or who we're going to give it to. I'm going to get a ping that day. And what God Life Universe sends us to, I'm going to get some girlfriends. We're going to get in a car. and We're just going to drive. And we're going to see where the car takes us. And so that's what I'm excited for. So if everybody's like, well, I don't know where my money's going to go. We're going to go live so you can see where your money's going to go. So this is the worker that works at a fast food restaurant. Tell me if you've all been to a fast food restaurant in the last year and a half of the pandemic. It has been crazy. They're working so hard. Now you have DoorDash, Uber Eats. I mean, all these places, Grubhub, and they have to work harder and they're thinned out. There's not that many anymore. So we want to say thank you to the worker that's working at, you know, a hotel, somebody that's working on Christmas Eve during Hanukkah. It's like, we want to say thank you because they are the glue that hold this world together. And I noticed that they just don't get compensated as hard as they work. I'm like, I don't even know if I could do a day's work of working at Boyo Loco or McDonald's. That's really hard. So that's where the money's going to go. So thank you so much for showing up. We're going to be doing that all December. Let me introduce the beautiful and look at our little outfits. I feel so JLo right now, right? And with my bun, like Leslie. We have Leslie Logan. She is a Pilates master. She is owner and creator of onlinepilates.com. She's been on the Get Up Girl like a gazillion times. She and I love to have conversations. And today she's going to focus on, I want to get this right, prioritization of self. And she is mm-hmm. also certified in that. So thank you, Leslie. And she's got party upstairs and, you know, chill at the bottom. <laughs> Who has Netflix chill on the bottom, right? As I reset my toes. I'm going to show my toes. Here's my toes right there. You know I do it. You know I do it. Okay. And then we also have Pinky Sophia Magana. But she goes as, you know, Pinky Sophia. She's going to be our money gal. She's our money expert today. Let me tell you. If you've been listening to the Get Up Girl, I'm going to shift more into money, more into money and body, like our body, everything about body and money. Let's talk about money, everybody, gals, everybody. Let's talk, really talk about money and let's make it and let's have fun. And what can we create when we have money? We're going to do so much good. And then I got my gal sexy. If you're watching live here in the red and black, Jessica Bergio, gorgeous. All of us freaking gorgeous. Jessica's beauty expert, but today she's going to be talking about habits and non-negotiables and boundaries. That's what she's all about. And I thought four of us coming together, it's going to be phenomenal. So welcome ladies. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. Yay. That was a long intro. So I should get Oscar for that one. That was good. (laughs) You know what? I I had an idea though, while you were talking about um, who you're giving it to, I feel like I feel like you could order from different Postmates, like different things. And then when the people come, you could actually like give, give them some money from the thing. So like that way, it's like really random. It's like, who is the random person who like on DoorDash or on Postmates or whatever, because I definitely would have starved during this pandemic if those outlets hadn't existed. Like they're my, my whole foods (laughs) delivery person, you know, like I was very living the privilege for sure. Cause you know, they're going into the places for us. So anyways, that's what came to my mind in case, you know, you can go live there. Leslie, I love that. You know what? Because the people that do deliver, they're there. They'll deliver my breakfast at 8 AM. And yeah. sometimes they have to park. Like I think about it. I'm like, that is not easy to go pick up that restaurant and you have to park and walk. And then you might get a $2 tip. And I'm like, dang, 
Like, I just yeah. want to say thank you. That is a phenomenal idea. I love that. Okay. Well, let's jump right in. Let's, let's start with Jessica. Jessica, what's up in your world right now? What can we learn moving into 2022 so that we, we can level up, we can change, we can shift and really listen to those non-negotiables and boundaries? Give us a word. Girl, so you know, Joanne and I vibe, we're the, we're the 5 a.m. crew and, and, and we live and breathe and eat by that time. And that is what works for us. And so I think, you know, during the pandemic, during the time where we didn't have to necessarily be anywhere at a specific time, a lot of us, I come from the beauty industry, um, we didn't have a job. We didn't have anywhere to be. And that was maybe for the first time in a really long time, people, people had no direction. And so coming off a year of chaos and no direction, you know, I really, I always had habits instilled and kind of what I, I just made up the term, you know, boundaries for myself and non-negotiables. Non-negotiables is kind of my hashtag that I use if you follow me on social media. And that kind of turned into just a non-negotiable way for me to show up for myself. Um, you know, cause at the end of the day, we do things because it's what we need. But a lot of times if you're in the service industry, if you're a provider, if you're a mom, if you're a woman, let's be honest, like you're always giving, you're always doing, you're always proving. And, um, I think that's where Joanne and I, you know, we connected on that level of like showing up early in the morning and carving out that time just for ourselves, because we know for all that we give to our people, our clients, our employees, our people that we mentor, our family, like we can't pour from an empty cup. You know, it's cliche. It's, it's the same thing we talk about all the time, but it's true. And, and not to complicate things because you got to make it simple. And um, when you simplify that time in the morning and you just choose three things that will really support you in the day in that moment, like don't overthink it. Don't, don't put those giant goals on yourself, those personal ones, right? If I'm going to lose 40 pounds or I'm going to go to the gym eight days a week, it's just show up in the morning for yourself. What does that feel like? What does that look like? And really listening to yourself of what you need. So I have like a a list of things that are there for me in the morning that depending on how I feel, I get to choose from. So I don't force myself into any box and say, I only go to the gym. I only train. I only blah, blah, blah. It's no, what do I feel like this morning? And what does my day need? You know, what, do, how do I need to show up today? Is it calm? Is it peaceful? Do I do yoga? Do I go for a walk without any music so I can think? Or is it a hike day where I got to show up? I got to bring some energy. I want to talk with my girls. Like I get on the Peloton, I raise my vibration so I can show up for the energy that is needed for me for that day. And, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really understand how to do that for myself. And, you know, now being 40, being a mom of a 10 year old, I'm a single mom, I run a business. Um, I give a lot every day. And, you know, when you find yourself at the end of the day, frustrated, stressed out, easily, you know, agitated, you kind of have to look back. Did I do the things this morning that were going to set me up to win today? Because when you do that for yourself, you know, you generally can have, you know, an ease and flow about your day that just feel it trust. It feels so much better. And when I sleep really well, I think, what did I, Oh, I did the things that supported me. I worked out, I moved my body. I checked things off my list. I feel good. It's easier to sleep. So, you know, that's kind of where the habits non-negotiables kind of came from. And Joanna, you know, we, we used to do our morning talks where we would text each other at 5.00 AM. And like any friend of mine knows if they got anything they need to talk about before 6.00 AM, I'm who you can text. So, you know, but <laughs> I get pushback from people that are like, well, why do you wake up at five? Because I have to, like, that's the only time I can carve out hour or two for myself. Not everybody has to do that, but you know, give yourself that early morning time. If you're a late night person, give yourself the evening ritual. And that was something Joanne and I remember we talked about, we didn't really have an evening ritual to kind of bring mm -hmm. down the day. And so implementing that in my life has really helped too, but that's also become like a, a boundary because if 
I need to wind down that night for the next day to set myself up to win. I can't go out with the girls last night for dinner. I didn't want to stay up and drink all night. I woke up this morning to go to 8 a.m. 8 a.m. baseball game for my son. And I thought to myself, I'm so glad I feel good this morning. Yes. But I had to pre-think that through and set myself up to win. Old me would have been like, YOLO, you know, and then I would have paid for it the whole weekend. And Monday, I probably would have been groggy and, you know. Yeah. Jessica, I love that you brought that up with the 5 a.m. carving out time for yourself, married with the non-negotiable. This true story, everybody, I mean, a little side note, a couple days ago was my anniversary, went out with my boyfriend, you know, go to a hotel and I feel off. I have to still remind him, sweetheart, I, I, I need my two hours in the morning, even if we're at a hotel, even if we're at vacation. And you'll notice that our non-negotiables, they'll slip or they can tend to slip when we're on quote unquote vacation, when it's a Sunday, when it's a fill in the X, Y, Z. And I'm, I could feel, I know my body, even though it's vacation, in this reality, we buy that, well, it's vacation, let's sleep in. But I'm going to be off. Like you said, Jessica, mm-hmm. I'm going to be off. I'm going to be like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like I'm walking off kilter. I'm like, yep. just please know, sweetheart, that I'm going to go down into the lobby. I'm going to wake up at five and I just need my two hours. It's not personal. I just really, that is required for me. Now, gals, anybody else out there, but it takes, I'm a pretty strong person. And that was still even tough because I want to give to him and I want to, oh, he's so sweet and he did this for me. So now I should do this for him. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And so oh. I do want to throw that out. What do you think about that? I think you and I are in newer relationships. And that's one of those things where, you know, I think anybody, not just women, can get lost in the newness of things, the fun, the like the same with going out, you know, uh, with your girlfriends. But the newness of a relationship and finding someone that you do want to connect and and spend that time with. Like I even say things like I've waited 20 years to want to hang out with somebody like this. So um, I find myself when we take trips to the same thing happens and he can tell. And so now he's like, coffee's ready. Go do your thing. The here's the Peloton. Like we got one at each other's house so I can get my workout in. Like it's really been um, good for me to grow and stay grounded in what works for me because even he's like, Mm, day four you're off like he can tell because my energy is different because I, I'm not able to do the things that support me um and so it, it's hard sometimes because some of you could be in jobs even maybe it's not relationships that are pulling from you that are asking you to do more I know a lot of people you know it's busy season right now in, in the beauty industry and so we're stretching ourselves we're going in a little bit earlier we're letting people talk us into staying later and so you're taking away from the time that you could be carving out for yourself and so that was really kind of one of the things I wanted to touch on today was non-negotiables are things you know that we make in a place where we're not emotionally charged. You want to set those boundaries up. You're in a space, clear-headed of what is it that I need versus, okay, shit, I said yes to this and this. This is why I'm upset. This is why the day is going off. And just deal with it, own it. But not going to do that again because it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. And that's, I think, what for me and my industry, the pandemic really gave our industry that ability to say, hey, listen, I was grinding like that for 18, 19 years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I wasn't the only one. And through coaching in the industry, I realized so many people, that was the thing. And so when we opened back up, a lot of people went right back to the way they were doing things and realized that they, that wasn't going to be good for them. Oh my gosh. So there, cause I could feel like I went right back in. I'm like, Joanna, what did you take away from this year and a half? Right. Uh, Pinky, Leslie, what do you think about what we were talking about? Because I'm aware that as a female and I see my girlfriends, do you think we clickbait? people in and then we then we get resentful and then we blow up 
At least that's what I've done. And I've seen some of my girlfriends do that. What do you think? Well, I, resentment is, is the, is the new, when you don't uphold your own boundary. Yeah. That's what resentment is. Like it's Ooh. not their fault. You didn't uphold your own boundary. That's, that's why you're resentful. And so I think that when you have that, that's actually like, you're really unaware. Cause like, I agree with Jessica, you have to like figure out those non-negotiables when you're like in an easeful state. But if you're like in it right now <laughs> and you can't see ease until Christmas day, um, then I would just start making like notes of like, oh, I'm resentful of this. I'm resentful of this. I'm resentful of this and use those to kind of help you make decisions for the rest of the month until you can get to that space. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Pinky. For me, I'm having just a lot of aha moments. This is so inspiring because I'm not an early riser and I do find myself even just resenting myself, getting angry because now I'm rushing to things and I don't give myself any morning time. So I try to do it after my son goes to sleep and I get frustrated because by that time I want to go to sleep. I'm like, so I stay up later and it's just been a, a pretty a vicious cycle of just doing that over and over again. And I'm seeing a lot of, I have another friend that's been waking up at five o'clock in the morning and it just looks so delightful. It looks amazing because she's like, this is the time where nobody's awake. I have my own time. So this is speaking. I feel that this was, it's speaking to me like, okay, you need to have that two hours that you guys are saying in the morning. And I think it would make a world of difference in my life for sure. Oh, Definitely. Pinky. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I, I know my life changed when I did this 15 years ago. I just started teaching at this new studio, fitness, loving it. And they gave me two days of 615 classes and then like three to four classes right after. Right. So it's really honoring my body so I don't push it. So 615, I got to get there 545. So I wake up at 4 a.m. Now, I'm, I'm aware that in the past or, you know, most of us would wake up at just enough, 525 and then like throw on your outfit and then run, right? And I'm like, Joanna, 4 a.m. Because I require to set me up before I can give, like Jessica said, I cannot gift anything. Those are going to be crappy classes. And then so, but 4 a.m., you're crazy. Right. And I'm like, you know, I'm crazy not to do it, but I require first and the classes are so much better. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica, for that. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, let's go. I want to talk about money, money time. Me too. Let's hear it. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. And Pinky is going to be talking about your financial independence number. Okay. Your fin. You're like, what the heck is this? Know it. Be it be its best friend. Like you want to know it. Imagine if we're walking down the street, pinky, and you're like, what's your fin? People are like, what's a fin? What's your financial independence number? What the heck is that? It's like asking somebody where's Texas and they can't point it on the map. You're like, uh, that's like what? But then a fin, you're like, well, I don't know what that is. Let's educate people on what your fin is. Take it away, pinky. The FIN number is the most important number of your life. Like we have our checking and routing numbers memorized, our driver's license memorized, our social security number memorized, but we don't know our financial independence number. And this is something that I never learned. This is something I wish I would have learned. It's why I'm so passionate about because I wish somebody would have taught my parents. My parents are 68 years old. 
for them to reach their financial independence number, it's kind of it's kind of too late. So this is why it's so important. So I'm literally going to just scratch the surface of your financial independence number. It, there, it goes deeper than this. I'm going to pull up my board. There's three steps. It's a simple mathematical equation. I failed college math three times. <laughs> so you don't have to be a mathematician to do this. And guess what? That college algebra, and they never had the equation for me to be able to reach my financial independence numbers. So, hey, hey, <laughs> so, everybody, grab your notebooks if you're driving. Your listen to this. If you have a, a pull out your calculator, your cell phone, and type in the chat if you've ever heard of your fin a fin number, it or if you've never have, and if you have, where did you hear it from? Because I want to, I really want to just kind of get the feedback. So I, I never heard it before you, Pinky. I learned it two years ago. I never heard it. I'm like, what? Finn? What is a fin? So I'm going to have you guys screenshot this, okay? And then we're going to go through this together. So let's see. Is that? Screenshot it. <laughs> a little higher. There. Yeah. So you right can see there. the bottom green. Yeah. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Okay, perfect. So your financial independence number, that's really just the money bag that you're going to want to have when you retire. And mm. it used to be a retirement age. Now it's really a retirement number. Oh my pinky. Say that one more time, girl. It used to be in a retirement age. Now it's a retirement number. I see so 70, good. 75 year olds still working because they didn't have this set up for themselves. So the first thing that you're going to do, I'm going to pull out my calculator with you. So your financial independence number, this is literally just going to be the basic to cover your basics with your current income today, with your current lifestyle today. Once we figure out your financial independence number, if you're thinking, no, but I'm going to double, triple my income, we'll double, triple that financial independence number once we get that calculated. So we're going to take, it's going to be really simple. Let's just say basic, I want $5,000 coming into my household every month without me having to work. Let's say I want to retire at age 65. So you're going to take $5,000 or whatever number that you have, your income or whatever you want coming in after retirement. So let's do $5,000. If you have 10,000 and put 10,000 and then you're going to multiply that by 12. That equals $60,000. So now you have your $60,000, right? Okay, so now you're going to take your $60,000, so your yearly income, whatever you got, and you're going to actually divide that by 0.04%. And tell me in the chat if that number shocked you, if you expected that number. A lot of people, you know, if they take a wild guess, they don't know. So five thousand. if I have want $5,000 coming into my household every month without having to work, I need $1.5 in an account saved by the time I reach 65, let's say. The reason we divided it by 0 0.06, it's a rule of thumb. That's the safe amount that you can pull out every year without running out of money. Because if you have 1.5 million, you're 65, you're like, oh, I'm going to pull out 500,000 this year and just, <laughs> you know, spend, no, 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 no. So that's the, just the rule of thumb. It's the safe 
the save 0.06 the show you divide that so that's your financial independence number PK, and I'm now I jump in what you said 0 0.04 the first time is it 0 0.04 oh, 0 0.04 sorry yeah okay. 0.04 now is exactly. that because of interest yeah it's because of interest keeping up with inflation inflation okay. um and, and all and all of that which we know this year right now it's up 6.2 percent so four and people have different like four is too you know too low or six is too high uh so it's really it really depends but that's just the average you can divide it by four you can divide it by six that's your average so that's your financial independence number so now this is literally the beginning of your money roadmap now you have your financial independence number and now you're thinking okay pinky how the heck am i gonna get to that 1.5 million that's the second step. It depends on your age. It depends on your health. Let's say that I'm 30 years old and I'm going to retire at 65. I have 35 years to reach that financial independence number. But if you're 40 and you're going to retire at 65, now I have 25 years. So it makes a huge difference. And that next step, you can reach out to me. We can do a, you know, a quick call. Well, I'll give you literally the exact number down to the penny of how much you have to put away every month so you can reach that number. And Pinky. this information, whoever's here will, you know, we'll give that to you. If you're younger, somebody listening is 25, would they need more money? Because by the time they're 65, 70, that one point, whatever million is not going to be the same. Well, yeah, they'll, they'll need more. Exactly. So that's why the, the one that I calculated right now is just covering the basics. And you're right. 1.5 million is going to be, gonna be like a hundred grand in 20 to 30 years. It's going to be like nothing, a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Right? Leslie's laughing. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah. So you're going to need like 3 million, 10 million. People don't realize how much you actually yeah. need. It's pretty crazy. But the younger you are, the easier it's going to get. Somebody that's 20 years old can put in a couple hundred bucks and have that money grow for them as opposed to somebody like myself i'm 40 years old now i'm putting a couple of grand in to reach that financial independence number a couple of grand a month want to be clear on that yeah not a year okay so somebody with children gosh i think this is perfect start them right when they're born right but let's just say like jessica she has a, a 10 year old somebody has a five-year-old a 12 year old an 18 year old they start them now on their own account how much average can they put $25 a month or would you eh, $50 a month so that they can have their financial independence number by the time they're 25 or something of that nature? So by the time, so my son, I started my son at one, I'm doing a hundred dollars a month. If I okay. left it alone and yes. just kept doing a hundred dollars a month by the, he he'll have enough money to let's say buy a house, get married, whatnot. But if he leaves it alone, does nothing, by the time he's 65, he'll have a million dollars. So he can start pulling out 75 grand a year to live off of. But again, by the time he's 65, that 75 grand is not going to be enough. Okay, question, Pinky. Do you know if it's so it's 100 times 12 times how many years? How much money are you putting in in order to create the million? Um, I would have to calculate that, but you're also the compound interest is where the magic happens yeah and that's another you know that's a whole other you know part of what basic concepts of 
making sure that you're keeping up with inflation. If you're keeping, if you're putting $100 into your savings account, your savings account is giving you 0.01% or 0.05%. If you're putting it in a 401k, that's 4%. It's not, you're barely catching up. So you really have to find accounts where you're making your money double as fast as possible. So the more years that we have, the more chances it's going to take for it to double. Okay, inflation. You said inflation was normally 4% last year, or just this year, it's 0.62%. this year. 6.2, got it. Now, are you noticing, are you learning that inflation is also increasing? Like in 10 years, it's going to be 0.8 or 8.2. It's it's definitely increasing. It's not going to go down when people think, oh, I'll pay taxes later. That's a whole other subject. Uh Uh-huh. I'll pay taxes later when you don't know what the tax bracket, what, what tax bracket you're going to be in and how much they're going to tax you. You don't know. So it's like a surprise. No, I'd rather pay the taxes right now because I know what the taxes are right now and not pay taxes on it later. So that's it. And that's, and that's the scary, that's the scary part is not how much you have or make is the taxes. That's when they're going to get you. Well, and I'm, I'm looking at the four of us thinking we're all independent, financially independent coaches, trainers, teachers, business owners. And I'll tell you for the first 10 years, I did not pay attention to the tax portion of my business. And that ate me alive every year about this time when I would add up the numbers and go in to do my taxes in January. It was just so, so stressful. And so getting a really good tax person, CPA, someone to teach you about money, like, you know, you do for people. Cause I know that you're a money coach, like getting that information now, if it's anything that overwhelms you, scares you, or makes you want to push it to the back burner, like you cannot sit on that because your money, the more that you respect it, the more that you will have. And so when you sock that money away for taxes, you, I mean, it is what it is. You got to pay your share. And so that account that sits there and every month I've already pre-calculated what my, my estimate for the year is going to be in my business. Um, and your tax person can help you do that obviously. Right. So I watched that account grow, grow, grow. And it's just, it creates so much like light in my, when I look at the bank, I'm like, yay, look at all that money for the tax. Like I feel nothing when I send that check off, but pride that it's done, you know? So if you guys do run independent businesses or you have anything like a side hustle where there's things you need to pay taxes on, like set 30, 40% out of everything that comes in, into that account, just have it automatically transfer. So it was never in the account that you spend from for your hard numbers. Yeah. And within the last year, we've had so many new businesses start so many side hustles. Yeah. And they're all green. They're all new. And I don't think they're going to have a big lesson. Right. Because they might be doing a lot of Venmo. Anybody listening, if you're doing Venmo or things like that, it's going to catch up to you. And then even go fun. Yeah. Oh, that too. People. And it's worse because usually GoFundMe is actually like the number one in fundraising for funerals, which is sad. And people don't realize when they're raising for funerals or for a a tragic accident that happened, people are raising money for people. They don't, and they get a hundred thousand dollars. They spend it a hundred thousand. They don't realize that IRS is going to come after you for taxes. Everybody listening, Pinky. Yes. I've had the IRS come into my business accounts twice. All of a sudden down to zero. It is not fun. It will catch up to you. Remember that movie with Will Smith? pursuit of happiness and if anybody remembers and he's on the phone and the IRS takes his money and it's like until you see that it 
sucks. It really sucks. Cause you think, well, well, I'll, I'll take care of it next month. I'm going to get the whatever. And then they will go into your account and you're like, how did that happen? Like, how do you find it? Zero. It's freaking scary. Leslie, do you have a question for a pinky? Any money question? No, I just love that we're talking about it because um, I'm a fitness business coach. And one of the things I really kind of work on with people is like they, I help them create their rates based on how much money they want to make in the year gross, uh-huh. right? It's based on gross. And also it includes their vacation in six days, right? Because like they always complain, oh, if I get sick, I lost this money. If I go on vacation, I work extra. And it's like, no, if you actually do it the way I tell you to do it, you're going to do it like this. And you want to do it for the gross number because you have to pay taxes. And I actually, I think that like Jessica said it, like taxes are good. If you have to pay taxes, it means your business profited. If your business isn't profiting, it's called a hobby. And like, I don't know, but I'd rather have a hobby. I don't want to hustle for my hobby. Like, I don't want to work that hard to like play with puzzles. So like, I just think um, it's, I think it's a really great thing. And I think the more women talk about money and saving and making it like one of the things that uh, is on my goals for next year to learn is that I actually want to be investing in women founded businesses, which means I need to have extra money. Why? Because I saw my number and unless I'm selling my company for $300 million, I got some money to make. (laughs) So I want to actually take uh, the extra money that I have that's not going into our retirement account and put it into businesses that can grow for me. And, but I have to learn how to do that. I have to learn how to invest. Right. And like, who's teaching that? I learned that in college. <laughs> so I'm just grateful for you. That was really fun. Thank you. Yeah. I just had like a little aha as Leslie was talking when she said she brought up her fin number. I'm like, I got to put my fin number up the way I put my manifestations and what I want to create in my life. So in my bedroom, I have, you know, we all have these post-its and things like that to remind ourselves. What about the FIN number? Have yeah. it up so you know yeah. it. Like you said, yeah, let's see. Boom. Yes, to pull you through. We do have a question here on the chat. So, Pinky, here we go. This is from uh, Patrick. We got, should that monthly number be what you're currently bringing in now while working? Or should, would it be the monthly be less when you retire per month? Huh. Okay. It, to combine uh, one more to combine the past two conversations are, or are there non-negotiables with money? So that's another conversation, but Pinky did that first question. Did you understand that one? Yeah. So it, it's going to depend if you're making $5,000 a month right now and you're okay with your lifestyle, with what it covers and you're not pinching, you take vacations with that $5,000 a month. It depends. So if some people are making 5000 and it's barely enough, it's going to be barely enough for you in retirement. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, if you're doing 5000 if I have 5000 coming in, I my fin is 1.5, but I'm like, no, I want 10000 So I have space to do vacations and gifts and my kid and do all of that. So that's why there's different numbers. This is literally just to cover your basics. But if you have, and, and everybody's lifestyle is different. Do you want to live on the beach uh, or do you want to live humbly on a farm? It really, it really depends on what your lifestyle is going to be. So if you like your current lifestyle, you get your lattes, you know, every day and that's enough for you, then that's, that's your financial independence number. But then there's a financial freedom number. That's Mm. where. That's level two. That's the next conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Slay gals part two. (laughs) So. As you're talking, my brain, if you saw me, because I've seen people retire and there can be 
both sides. So you have, I've seen family retire and they're like traveling and they're doing all these things and they're giving money to family members and things like that. Or you have people retire and they did well, but then when they retired, they changed their lifestyle. Mm, yes. So, okay. Good to know. Got it. All right. And the next time we'll talk about financial freedom number FFN. Is that what that is? Yeah. For, uh, financial freedom. Yeah. FFN. There okay. You go. Love it. Thank you, Pinky. I appreciate it. We'll be talking about money more often. Um, okay. We'll go back to that second question on the non-negotiables with money. Cause that's good. Leslie. All right. Leslie is going to be talking. I want to get this prior to prioritization of self. Dang, that's a tongue twister. I think all these three go together because with that, Leslie, I know that when we do that and our non-negotiables and money, the compound interest of what we receive. So we're talking about compound interest with money, but the compound interest of ourselves, because gals, I mean, uh, as I, and we're, you know, of the same era, but I'm in my mid forties and People are amazed that I'm doing what I do in my mid forties. Like in their brain, they're thinking you're still doing fitness at 40. You're doing, uh, you're able to, I do this, like this fitness move at 40. Mm -hmm. And this is what I know, ladies, it's the compound interest of what I've been doing. So I'm, this is my body independence number. Pinky, we'll call it that. (laughs) Right. It's the interest is compounding, but a lot of I see, oh, now I have to work out in order to reverse. So Pinky, like you said, I have to make money now to reverse. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.